You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. I am Martina Cunha, and you're listening to Backstage Talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today's guest is Gabriel Carr. Gabe is a 19-year-old musical theater major from Jacksonville, Illinois. He is currently studying at Viterbo University in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and is very excited about the future of his studies and the opportunities the industry has for him. I actually found Gabe on TikTok. Um, like most of the, the guys this season have either come from TikTok or Twitter. Um, and I was really, really impressed not only by his talent, but how he lives his day-to-day as a musical theater student. And I'm really, really interested for all of you to listen to the insights he can provide on the audition process, being a musical theater student today, his experience at, at Viterbo. So Gabe, welcome to Backstage Talk. I'm really, really excited to have you over. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited too. I love it. So what did I miss on your bio? Tell us a little bit more about yourself and then share with us a random fun fact about you. Well, um, as my bio does say, I am an energetic, loudmouth theater kid who is a Jeremy Jordan wannabe. And a fun fact about me is that um, a lot of people actually, I don't think I've really actually shared it on social media, but I actually am a big gamer, actually. I'm currently talking with the whole two-monitor gaming PC <laughs> setup right over here. <laughs> and yeah, I, I could catch that from your seat. That's a gamer seat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Love it. And you also are like an ultimate Disney fan. So oh, yeah. I have Splash Mountain Water Essential Oil <laughs> in my room right now. And it smells great. Absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. So let's dive into your theater journey, your musical theater journey. So which was your aha moment? Well, I remember when I was first introduced to like the prospect of theater in the first grade. And it was the day before spring break commenced. And the parents were there for some event thing. I don't remember. And my mom and dad were like, we have a surprise for you. And they handed me a ticket that said Shrek the Musical on it. And I was like, what is this? And we saw it and it was the national tour of Shrek the Musical came to a, I think it was a university's theater in the town next to mine. And we saw it and I was just encapsulated in it so much. But what really got my drive going was when I saw the national tour of Newsies in Chicago in 2015. And if anyone knows anything about me, you would know my absolute love for that musical. It is seriously my entire personality. And and it just really like encapsulated just like everything that I wanted to do. And so after that, I I first started performing in this little, like the tiniest black box theater you could possibly imagine. It was on the square for my town. It was called the Playhouse on the Square. And it was, like, the tiniest thing run by, like, a little old lady. It could only hold, like, a maximum of 100. And my first role I played there was the White Rabbit in Alice, Alice in Wonderland. And, <laughs> yeah, I was the White Rabbit. Most people start with, like, Suzerville and such. I was the White Rabbit. And I kept doing just, like, little plays down there. That building is sadly closed down now. But 
it, it that building is responsible for starting for starting all of this. And then I started performing throughout high school and participating in the theater department who did a fall play and a spring musical all throughout there. And now I'm in college trying to make it my career. So, yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. Plus, you had a really full circle moment because you performed um, Muses last year. Like during 2022, you performed in, in Muses. So that was amazing. Yeah. I was so happy. I was finally be. I was finally able to do that. I remember when I found out that that theater in the town next to mine was doing that, and I got a part of a newsy. I yes, I did actually cry. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Was it. a great moment. Yeah, I let TikTok know all about it. <laughs> I did a whole series on that. Yeah, which I I remember when I like scrolling through Twitter, I saw that, and I was like, I really love this full circle theater moments, like. It's oh, just, it was great. Yeah, I did yeah. like every single process, including my hatred for tap. <laughs> I, I was so blunt about that. <laughs> and you fake tap during it, right? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> I was one of like five fake tappers in the back row because I couldn't. But you know what? I was more than fine doing that. <laughs> that I was is like, amazing. Okay. I was like, okay, where? Put me in the back. Okay. <laughs> so before we dive into your journey, into Viterbo. I want to ask you about your audition process. How was it? How many colleges did you apply in? How many videos did you have to record and re-record and re-re-re-record um, for that whole process? Right. So this is a bit of a long journey because I am in a town that has absolutely nothing for the arts. Like we don't even have a community theater. Well, again, um, we used to at that old class on the square th theater, but it was tiny and it's and it sadly closed when I was in middle school. So, but like no theater classes in high school, no coaches, no nothing. So we started with nothing. And my mom eventually joined a like college audition parents Facebook group, group because moms. And, Yay for theater moms. <laughs> heck yeah. And well, she was a dance mom before this. So, so yeah, she had experience with this. But, um, but I remember she told me that she first joined it and then she saw people talking about audition coaches like paid services and intensives and all that and she cried like like it was like so overwhelming and i joined one for the kids and i was just like how the crap am i supposed to do this but i was just like well i can i i just gotta do this i guess and so like Recording pre-screens for me was kind of a hot mess because <laughs> I'm the kind where I overthink like nobody's business. So if I'm playing it back and I hear a note that's like 0.000.01% flat, I have to just delete the entire thing and start over. So that took like almost a whole month. And my first in-person audition was equally a hot mess because plans changed and it ended up being one of my top schools. So... Yeah, that obviously didn't happen. <laughs> um, the, 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 there was also a tap portion. And and you, can, and you can imagine how that went. I could see the struggle on your face. <laughs> uh, I'm fine now, but like, mercy. Back then, I was just like, heck no. But I will say that with every single one that I did, I ended up doing like 12 schools total. With every single one that I did, virtually, non-virtually, in person, I, st I, I really did start to get a lot better at them. And I started getting like the rhythm and 
just like, okay, this is going to happen. It's going to happen. What I need to bring, what I need to do, what I need to say, how I should do it. And I got like, I, I don't want to sound brag or anything, but I actually did get a solid amount of offers with that. And so then I had my final few choices, visited all that and did all like the entire months of January and February. I thank my mom for all of that, for driving me there, doing all the small talk and everything. She's my whole manager over there. Um, and then eventually I found Viterbo and I absolutely fell in love with it. And next thing you know, here you are. Absolutely love it. So what would be a piece of advice that you would give people auditioning right now? Now that most schools have moved into in-person auditions, um, maybe they're going to ask for a pre-screen, but then definitely an in-person audition. This is very much a re repeated one, but especially this is one that's especially like to me, don't overthink it. And I know it's like oversaid, but you are your biggest judge because that cannot be more true. Again, when I was talking about my pre-screen process and like the troubles for me was overthinking as well as also in auditions. Um, I remember one of the colleges that I did um, in the little waiting room when we went in one at a time to do our, to do our auditions, you could hear the other person in the room doing their auditions. And I let that go to my head because of my overthinking. Did not do the best audition there at all. That was actually one of my worst. So de definitely, like, I I know it's a lot easier said than done. And I and I wish I could say, like, definite how you can, like, overcome it. But I can't because, you know, ev everyone's different. So, but, like, I would definitely say to just, like, take a deep breath and just be like, I am here. And I'm going to do this. That It doesn't matter who else is here. And I'm going to slay it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Heck so yeah. let, let's dive into Viterbo. Um, tell us about that incredible school, your experience as a music theater student, and all about it. Like, how has been your experience entering Viterbo? Oh, it has been great. I remember when I first visited, it was actually a school that I actually knew nothing about. So I went in there completely blind. And the first thing that I actually... Uh, really interested in me and my mom both was the size of the Fine Arts Center. For anyone who doesn't know, it has a 1,500-seater main theater with a 120-seater black box and a 75-seater recital hall and all a bunch of classes, like five floors. And it's funny thing because the university is right next to a huge hospital. We thought that was part of the hospital, but not. <laughs> that was the Fine Arts Center. So then when I went on to the tour, I absolutely fell in love with the facilities and not only that, but the people and also the surrounding town around it. I have to sidetrack for a second about the town. There's this ice cream place called the Pearl there. And it is some of the best ice cream I've ever had in my entire life. If you ever go down to the area, I highly recommend it. Or if anyone's going to visit for turbo, they offer $2 coupons. If you come visit there <laughs> and I use all of mine and it is fantastic. But anyway, um, I actually fell in love with also the people because um, I remember originally thinking like they gotta be like told to be like overly friendly with like the people visiting because like I was thinking I had like nobody stops and, and was like hi yeah how are you because they all did that for me when I visited and I remember telling my friend about that and she turned to me and said oh no that's just Wisconsin people now nah, they can be stupidly nice sometimes her exact quote and so that just kind of stuck with me and then next thing you know I I'm at Viterbo now. <laughs>
Amazing. Amazing. And you also worked crew, like, uh, on, on, on your term, on a show, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, at the Turbo, the first years for the first semester, uh, as part of practicum, uh, work backstage for one of the two first semester shows, I did Footloose. And it was so fun. I got to do like, like, like the flies, like the pull on the ropes in the back. And I've always wanted to do that. So it was great. It also was so fun to just like talk to the upperclassmen backstage, and, like get to know them and watch them and definitely just get, get the idea. Cause I was just like, well, dang, I'm in this with these people. <laughs> and I, and I definitely wanted to share like that excitement. So that's um, where I started actually my, my TikTok series where I started a, the full title, Day in the Life of a First Year Musical Theater Student Because Nobody Asked, is the <laughs> Which entire Which I love. I love those series. Because um, I wanted to share, like, that excitement, but also, like, the frustrations of just, like, being a normal college student were just like, well, crap, the pot is closed, so I got to submit myself to the calf food. Or, like, praising about Quick Trip because it is the best thing ever. Or or just, like, stuff like that. Or it's like, well, a, or, or, like, well, a class is canceled, so I get to go back to a nap so I just wanted to make it really realistic like that and share that with people and I feel like that's something that I was able to do with TikTok with that series I it, that's incredible so besides the people what's the best part of being a musical theater student at the turbo I would say definitely the faculty I cannot praise them enough all of them are supremely talented and also extremely uplifting those like my vocal coach the dance teacher, the main the main dance instructor, he's actually been on a chorus line, the world tour, as well as a couple other Broadway credits that I do not remember the name of. And other ones like uh, my, my music theory professor, she is absolutely wonderful. And also my vocal coach helped me through so much, as well as my overthinking. He's great. But yeah, I cannot stress about how incredible the faculty is there. They're absolutely the most uplifting people I've ever seen in my entire life. And talking about your vocal coach, you posted not so long ago on your TikTok the like the transformation video from this song from the last five years. And yeah. that journey is amazing because that, that song was, is really hard. Yeah, but, that, was, that was about one month into college, if I remember right. Yeah, wow. Well, I'm, just, I'm thinking about that back now. <laughs> <laughs> so what is a risk that you've taken that has totally paid off so far? Personally, this is more of like a me thing, but I've always been the kind of person, especially in things like dance or uh, like acting and stuff. I'm usually like always prefer, would always prefer like the back row. Cause I'm like, Oh, I would just suck at this. And I let my overthinking take over with that. But one thing that I've actually found to be very helpful is to definitely put myself more out there. Like, like um, standing in like the middle or heck front row for dance classes or like volunteering to do my monologue first for acting class or like being like outright in my vocal lessons, like this is what I want to do and stuff like that. That has definitely helped paid off in my growth, not only as like acting, singing, dancing, but also like with my own personal confidence as well. So that's something that's definitely paid off for me. Love it. Love it. Any last advice that you want to give people either auditioning or entering their theater programs right now? So I would say definitely like going in with a smile, have your head high and just honestly just be yourself. I can't really stress that enough of how important that is to just let your personality shine through as well as your work. I absolutely love it. I love that. Before we wrap up, 
your top five dream roles in musical theater. Go ahead. Right. I got this. Um, <laughs> any role in the Book of Mormon. I absolutely love it. Um, Willard in Footloose has been one. Joseph in Joseph in the Amazing Tender Color Dreamcoat. Definitely. Mother's Younger Brother in Ragtime. And then, of course, Jack Kelly and Newsies. <laughs> because Jeremy Jordan nailed that character. Heck yeah. <laughs> and last question. Top five favorite musical theater shows. Besides yeah. the Newsies. Well, oh, yeah. We already got that we, one. We number one. Uh, five, I put Ragtime. Four is Legally Blonde. Laura Bell Bundy. Love that woman. Yes. Three is Book of Mormon. Two is Joseph and the Amazing Tender Color Dreamcoat. And, of course, we all know number one, of course, that's Newsies. Yes. Because it's time to seize the day. <laughs> yeah. I love that, Kate. Thank you so much for coming over. Thank you for your insights on your experience as a student. Um, I really, really know that you will have a successful career. And, and not only in college, but when you're out. Um, so thank you for being here in Backstage Talk. I really appreciate it. Of course, thank you for having me. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.